so much for being with us this morning, Blue Valley Baptist Church, the Ridgeview Campus. Grateful you are here today. It's kind of an unusual day, church annual. We have it every year where we focus on not only some celebration of the year past of what the Lord has done, but also looking forward to the future. Not only this time, looking forward to the next year, but actually looking forward to the next several really a vision, mission, strategy type of day. And so I believe that you'll be very encouraged by what we discuss, what we share, what we look through. And Derek and I, unusually so, uh, agreed that we would both read through the manuscript this morning instead of actually just trying to capture it verbally. And you will quickly understand and realize why that is the case because of the amount of information there is uh, for us to walk through together. And so uh, thank you for giving us the ability to do that today as we uh, cover these very important things for upcoming days. Before we do so, though, I'd like to frame the morning and the day and what we're going to be talking about, of course, obviously, through Scripture, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21, being the primary passage that much of what will be discussed actually birthed from And so let me read these verses for us, then we'll pray and we'll get started. For this reason, I bow my knee before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and established and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray together. So, Father, this morning as we talk through what we believe as staff and as elders, leadership, directionally where you are taking us for the coming year, I pray that your spirit would move and work, that you would once again draw us closer to yourself by spending time with you, focused, intent, desiring for more kingdom impact, more of you and less of us in our lives. So God, be with us in these moments. We trust you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Christianity is relentlessly optimistic, forward-looking faith. You may not know that for all the hand-wringing Christians in America can do, in the face of growing hostility, that God is still moving and at work. And I would say, days that press ahead, we should expect more and more, not only criticism, but critiquing for our weaknesses and for who the church isn't by a lost, dying world. That should not take us by surprise, and we can see that all throughout social media channels with which we engage. But the church of Christ Jesus is empowered from the abundance of Christ's riches and protected by the abundance of Christ's love. So for all of the hand-wringing and all of their critiquing, it has started to, in some respect, overshadow the truth of what we just read together. And that cannot remain so. 
because of the fact that Christ Jesus does empower us and empowers the church. Our triune God is able to do more than we ask or think in the church now and forevermore. So it is therefore a sin to sacrifice the future for the sake of a comfortable, settled present. Many churches have reduced their purpose by merely existing. And honestly, it would be easy for Blue Valley Baptist to do the same. But that is far cry less than what the church at large, and in particular Blue Valley, is capable of, according to God's power at work within us. God has spent the past 41 years putting all that we have at Blue Valley in place. And surely everything he has put into place here is for a greater reason than for us to simply continue to be a church in Johnson County. The elders and our staff have come to believe that he has brought us to where we are for a purpose that is far beyond what we all ask for or think of. So beginning in January, our staff and our elders began to seek that purpose. And the question that drove the discussion was this, what will faithfulness look like for our church these next several years until we celebrate our 50th anniversary as a church in 2028. As you might imagine, when you open that kind of broad question to 20-plus people within a group, the initial answers were all over the map. However, slowly, uh, surely patterns began to emerge, common paths began to appear, and concrete goals began to crystallize, in particular at our staff retreat. For months of discussion, and after a long discussion in one of our sessions at staff retreat, Jeff Herman, the elder on our campus, was able to bring clarity, bringing pointed direction for us to rally around and get behind, bringing continuity. It was really an, an amazing moment for us. And the result, we were able to identify for the first time what we really value as a church or what we will need to value as a church in order to be faithful to God's call to us in the days ahead. We also revisited our mission statement in light of how we felt about the Lord leading us, which reads, and ultimately all of this resulting in the vision statement, which uh, comes to us, would be in a bit for nine years from now that we would like to propose for all for adoption later in the fall. Our discussion identified 12 things that Blue Valley values or will need to value in order to be faithful until 2028. So we're going to walk through those things. They will be on the screen as well. And then after 12 o'clock today, you will have access to those through our website to be able to look and review, which we are asking each individual, each church member to do so uh, to prepare us better for the fall. Let's walk through these 12. The first, we value challenging our church family to take personal responsibility for introducing Christ to those within our circles of influence. This means that we are not an attractional church where we rely on people coming to us to hear the gospel. We instead believe the gospel is carried by our individual members to their world. Our elders codified this in an outreach statement that you'll be hearing more and more. It says this, Jesus expects members of all ages at Blue Valley Baptist Church to commit to using their gifts, talents, education, vocations, and life experience to share the gospel of Christ through their personal stories of following Jesus in their neighborhoods, schools, workplaces, and around the world. Second, we value challenging our church family to take personal responsibility for their personal discipleship and discipling others using the spiritual disciplines. This means that we understand that discipleship 
is not the simple information transfer that Baptist churches like ours have made it out to be. Discipleship is ultimately becoming like Jesus, not knowing about Jesus. That, of course, is a part of it, but knowing him. Our elders this year define discipleship in this way. Discipleship is the process of following Jesus using the spiritual discipline so that our people actively engage Jesus to live their lives as Jesus would live them and personally teach others to do the same. Discipleship. Next, we value plurality in leadership that facilitates our church's focus on Christ as the head of the church and creates a culture of leadership development. In other words, we don't believe that a church is healthy when a senior central figure like a lead pastor calls all of the shots. Plurality of leadership coming to decisions together. Next, we value challenging our church family to consider God's call to co-vocational or full-time vocational ministry and sending them out to serve God's kingdom. For years, our primary focus in many respects has missed that challenge or that call. And we'll be hearing more and more about how God is issuing, we believe, a call to ministry for many of us through our preaching, programming, messaging, and Sunday school classes. Next, we value ministry expansion through multiple campuses and church plants rather than ministry expansion at a single location. This means that God's plan for our church is not to build a mega campus where thousands will come to it. It doesn't mean that we won't modernize and update our buildings and at times reasonably expand, but it does mean that we will not build that mega structure and then wonder how in the world are we going to pay for it in the days ahead. We will instead pray about opportunities to create more campuses and plant autonomous churches. Number six, we value expository preaching done in a way that enables our post-Christian culture to hear Christ speaking through his word. Expository preaching is a practice of preaching systematically through the Bible books or extended passages, and we will do this recognizing that we are preaching to a world and to a Christian that is a post-Christian culture. We'll do what we've always done, but we'll do it in a way that feels more like a conversation than a lecture. And that is what you're used to. That is our approach now. Number seven, we value worshiping in a way that is inclusive of all generations. That means we are not going to adopt a worship style that intentionally excludes anyone. We will instead worship in a way that focuses on content rather than a contemporary style or traditional style. Our goal is for grandparents and grandchildren to worship our God together in the same setting and everywhere in between. Next, we value building small group community through Sunday school. In my opinion, not to compare with other places or churches, we really do that well. That is one of our hallmarks, to build community through Sunday school. That's how we connect. Next, we value age-graded ministry that complements the spiritual leadership, doesn't take the place of, complements the spiritual leadership of parents, and the disciples, the next generation of Jesus' followers. The importance of age-graded ministry obviously predates my arriving at Blue Valley from Blue Valley. It has not been, nor will it ever be, age-graded entertainment. We unapologetically have fewer age-graded ministry events 
than most churches our size. We have, though, some events, and we do those well. But the focus of our ministries is supporting the spiritual responsibility of parents and undergirding your efforts as you raise your kids to know Jesus and to walk with him. Number 10, we value systems and policies that provide support for a complex ministry. This might seem a bit odd, but it really is something that we value. We make every effort to be organized and efficient in the work God has called us to. If you doubt that, ask any leadership head within our church family, any Sunday school teacher, any ministry mission lead, and they will say the same thing. It is a value. Number 11, we have a strong understanding of church membership and believe that it carries both responsibility and privilege. There are a lot of churches, even in our area, who don't value church membership, but we believe that being in an official accountability relationship called membership is not only biblical, but it's vital for spiritual health for us. Number 12, we value engaging the spiritual and physical needs in our church and community through ministries we establish internally and working with local ministry partners externally. We don't believe in a social gospel that says if you improve a person's life situation, you will automatically bring them into the kingdom. But we do believe that the gospel has social implications and causes us to minister to the human needs within the church and culture. We believe that these values clearly identify who we are. With that understanding, we now need to understand our mission. And our mission, every church's mission really, or at least should be, is the application of the great commission that we see in Matthew chapter 28 to their particular setting. Ten years ago, we adopted a mission built around what we called the five habits of a Jesus follower. Simply stated, our mission for the last ten years has been to glorify God by helping people understand what it means to follow Jesus by using the five habits of a Jesus follower. And we've pretty clearly been doing that. But as part of the process, we began to see something was wrong. Not the mission itself, but how we viewed the mission. Two of our lay elders, Jeremy Murphy and Ryan Hugnell, flagged it for us. They noticed that our mission had an internal, Blue Valley-only focus. It seemed to be isolated from any thought of how God might have us focus beyond our campuses. And it was worded, as it was worded, it could lead us to believe that our mission was only to do what we could do in Johnson County. But as the Great Commission reminds us, our mission as followers of Jesus is a global mission. Jesus told the first church to go and make disciples of all nations, not just those around them in Jerusalem. So as the elders discussed Jeremy and Ryan's observations, it became pretty clear that in order for our church to be obedient, truly obedient to the Great Commission, we had to add one little word, everywhere. So we are proposing that as part of building our church to be faithful in 2028, we adopt the following mission statement. The mission of Blue Valley Baptist is to glorify God by helping people everywhere. Understand what it means to follow Jesus using the five habits of a Jesus follower. Now that might not seem like much, adding one little word to our mission statement. but should cause us to have a look at what it means to be faithful as a church through an entirely different lens causes us to see that faithfulness isn't just about expanding Blue Valley by growing our campuses and creating new ones. 
It's also about advancing God's kingdom beyond the Blue Valley brand. It's about having a truly global, truly kingdom-oriented focus as the driving force in our church, which leads me to share with you the following vision statement, a goal for the next nine years that our elders and staff believe that God desires for us to present to you. The vision of Blue Valley Baptist is to become a multiplying church that is actively establishing local campuses and planning autonomous churches locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally by 2028. We need to make sure we understand what the weight of that means. It means that when we are celebrating our golden anniversary in the fall of 2028 together, Faithfulness for us will mean that we are celebrating the start of multiple campuses, churches we've started in Johnson County, in Kansas, in Nebraska, across our country, and internationally. Now, it's important to ask, how are we possibly going to do that? So let me share with you the strategy that goes along with all of that. About to cover a lot of ground, not that I haven't already. Very quickly, so these things I'm about to share will be coming in rapid fire across the screens. But every bit of what I'm starting to share with you will go live on the website once again at noon today so you'll have access to everything we're talking about to review. And once again, we ask that you would do that and pray through that. So here we go. We will become a multiplying church by remaining committed to our mission of helping people everywhere understand what it means to follow Jesus using the five habits of a Jesus follower by remaining committed to our mission of helping people everywhere understand what it means to follow Jesus using the five habits of a Jesus follower by continually incorporating the language and declarations of the five habits in our preaching, worship, teaching, and messaging, teaching people the process of following Jesus using the spiritual disciplines so that our people actively engage Jesus to live their lives as Jesus would live them and personally teach others to do the same. In other words, we can't lose sight of the fact that we can't effectively start churches if we are not discipling others within our church and being discipled ourselves. Next, creating a multiplication culture in our church by communicating that Jesus expects members of all ages at Blue Valley Baptist Church to commit to using their gifts, talents, education, vocations, and life experiences to share the gospel of Christ, their personal stories of following Jesus in their neighborhoods, schools, workplaces, and around the world. Renewing a focus on the call to vocational ministry, especially co-vocational ministry, and especially among our children and students. Constantly presenting the vision to establish campuses where people are and plant campuses where people aren't. Churches. Challenging adults to consider being a part of a new campus launch or new church plant locally. Challenging adults to consider relocating vocationally to other parts of the nation and world and partnering with church planners in those areas. Next, we will maximize our sending capacity by eliminating current indebtedness in order to devote continually growing resources to multiplication. Building the numerical and financial strength of existing campuses to their maximum potential. We have two which will include creative use of existing facilities, possibly including non-traditional worship times and possible limited capital projects. Leveraging existing partnerships to aid us in multiplication, including, and here's some organizations, 
the KCKBA, Kansas City, Kansas Baptist Association. In fact, an opportunity has already been presented itself, been presented to us to partner with Lenexa Baptist to plant a church in Lynn County, one of the 91 counties that does not have a Southern Baptist church. The KNCSB, Kansas-Nebraska Convention of Southern Baptists, is another. Another is NAM. You might be familiar with NAM, the North American Mission Board. An opportunity has already presented itself to partner with NAM with a local church planner and in the Midwest to plant churches. The IMB, the International Mission Board. MBTS, Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary to explore relationships with new partners who can help us in our efforts to become a multiplying church. An opportunity has already presented itself for Blue Valley to partner with a Christian organization to plan a church internationally. Twelve years ago, when I was new to Blue Valley, people would constantly ask our staff, what is the leadership's vision for this church? And our answer was the same. Our vision is to have a vision. Being honest with you when I say that in a very real way, I feel like we have that vision, as do our staff and our elders, the direction that we are to go. We believe with all of our hearts that we're to be faithful in this call to Blue Valley as a church family leading up to at least 2028. So now what? It's an important moment in our church that we want to make sure we have the necessary time to pray about this and learn about it. And to that end, in the fall... We'll focus on the implications of this proposal through Sunday messages and special meetings that will be held a couple of times in the fall. But before that can begin, everyone within our church family must have access to the document. Once again, it will be posted today. We encourage you to look on the front page. Go to the About Us place to click. Click on the link. Uh, then you'll see a line will come up that says Proposed Value, Mission, and Vision Statement. Review it. Pray through it. It'll also be available on Facebook and Twitter if that's better for you. And then on November 24, we'll have a special called business meeting in our worship services on both campuses to give the opportunity to adopt the proposal. Please understand, if we do adopt this proposal, your leadership will consider this their marching orders, and we won't look back. These aren't just words on paper for us. These are the instructions, a map. This document will drive everything that we do and can change our church in ways that we've never imagined, which brings me back to where we started, the God who alone can make all of this possible. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. This is truly an exciting day. Groundbreaking, really, for us. What could God do? Well, it's exciting to know that our best days are not behind us. They are ahead of us. And God has a great plan in place of how he will build his church from where we are to now. Let's pray together.